Evox, it's 27 degrees, and if you double that and then subtract one, you get to 53, <laughs> and this is episode 53 of 2 Minutes for Chatting, and uh, on this hot Monday evening, we will be providing a bit of a signings update, I guess, um, clan-wise and across the league, just a wee, a wee quickie tonight, but uh, some worthwhile news to cover anyway, I think. Yeah, for sure. Um, I've just had to had to shut the window because because of the wind as well. So the wind's sat blown against the blinds. There's n- there's absolutely no way to stop it. Yeah. So we'll need we'll need will need, need to be short. Um, otherwise, I'd, I'll probably collapsed due to the heat. But yeah, it's a it's a good contrast from this morning anyway. Um, <laughs> so I think uh, it's only going to get warmer tomorrow. So. Uh, for all those heat lovers out there, it's good news, but for uh, all those ice plants, maybe not so good. But um, If you like sitting in a microwave, this yeah. is the day for you. Yeah, and if you like playing ice hockey outside, this is not the day for you. Indeed. Because uh, you'll be jet skiing instead. Um, okay, so just a couple of clan-related signings first to cover. Um, I guess you could say they were semi-expected, but the first of them was um, the return of Gary Russell, but in a slightly dis- different capacity. He has joined with a one of the clan favourite two-way deals with Solway Sharks. Yeah, these sad two-way deals always end up one way, so yeah. I don't really know. Uh, I don't know. I don't really get what that's about, to be honest. I think it's just a a fancy way of saying um, he's the third choice um, sort of injury cover. I mean, it's it's obvious that uh, now that McLaughlin's going to be back up to clean. um, And uh, I don't know, maybe it's a case that they just didn't want to say Gary Russell that he's packed completely but I mean obviously the situation with his work and stuff maybe this works better for him and given that he's not going to be uh, the backup he doesn't want to hang about as the as the third choice I suppose yeah I guess that's a fair point you know um, work obviously uh, it's a bigger commitment in, in that particular job that he's in so um you know, it, perhaps it does work out a bit better for him that way. Um, it's a shame, obviously. I, th- I think uh, you know he's a fairly fairly steady backup um, over the years. Uh, not really played a lot in the last couple of years, so it's maybe you know maybe he just wants a bit more game time as well. Um, and I think like you'll certainly get that as well. Yeah, I think is the intention that he's going to be the starter there, um, and if so, he'll he'll do really well. I think he's good enough to be an elite league backup. Um, he's not, don't get me wrong, he's not the top backup in the league by any stretch, but he's he's definitely good enough, and I think he was a bit of a fan's favourite. Never really let the team down much when he came in, and yeah, obviously his chances were fairly limited uh, towards the latter part of his clan career. I mean, in the, the first 
sort of full season that he had. Um, he got eight, eight games, uh, and then the following he got twenty games. So, uh, and then four and seven respectively. So, not much time, and yeah, maybe it's it's just a case of wanting to play a bit more and trying to fit things around his his work commitments, but. Uh, best of luck to him. I think we'll we'll probably see him at some point knowing our uh, injury luck, but maybe maybe less likely to to a goaltender. But um, you never know. There might be a case where he's backing up rather than McLaughlin or whatever. But uh, there's certainly no doubt that Colleen will be the number one. We won't be going with any uh, tandem type situation. No. Um so uh, that's a bit of a shame as well. I was kind of hoping for, um, you know, perhaps a wee bit more competition at, at the goaltender position. But um, you know, it, it is what it is. And uh, yeah, I, don't, I mean, it's a bit difficult because you kind of want you want to see these guys do well. But um, obviously, not seen a, a great deal with them, and uh, probably won't again this year, as you say, uh, unless there's. Unless there's an injury uh, of some sort, so. Um, but you know, good luck to him at Solway, and uh, you know, if he gets called up, then I'm, I'm sure he'll do do a great job for us as well. Yeah, I'll we'll keep an eye on uh, how he's doing. I think along with the other list of about fifty players, we've said that we'll keep an eye on how they're doing. <laughs> uh, nah, yeah, but, but cer- certainly the ex-clan players, it's it's good to do that. So. Yeah. Yeah. Good luck to him. Um, so uh, after that one was announced uh, it was I think the way the, the clan branded it as Return of the Mac as uh, Mac Howlett returns for his second year with us um, coming off what I have to say I was fairly impressed last year with the chances that he got um, got that one goal which Jordan Buesa didn't manage to do in, in a couple of years here. I think it was away at Sheffield. He's not scored a home goal yet, but um, now nah, looked looked as though he's definitely got something. Only nineteen years old, um, and certainly when the team was playing really well, I think he was a a big part of that fourth line. Yeah, um, when he was seen a fair chunk of his time, I thought he. That he performed really well, um, you know, kind of for for whatever reason, uh, sort of fourth line didn't really see a lot of ice time towards the kind of tail end of the season, and, um, but yeah, you know, he was he was great whenever he was uh, called upon. Um, you know, you kind of look at you look at the stats and it's saying fifty seven games, but you know, sort of realistically, it's nothing close to that. Um, yeah. So you know that can kind of skew some stats and stuff like that sometimes. But now uh, definitely put in a shift and uh, you know a tricky wee player. And um, I think you know so looking at the the video that they do sometimes. <laughs> yeah, I was just going to come into this. Well, I'll wait to see what you say about it. All right, now I don't want to do your thunder, but I was just uh, I noticed <laughs> it just kind of. He just kind of looked a wee bit rigid, but I don't know if that was... Yeah. Um, but he, look, he does look as if he's put on a bit of weight as well, and, you know, I think that 
that can only help, um, you know, with the sort of physicality of the league and stuff like that as well. Yeah, so I think he was wearing maybe one of the, the T-shirts that he, he had from his time in Finland a few years ago. Uh, but but now, obviously, yeah, he looks looks a lot stronger and stuff, which is good because you need to... You need uh, that kind of thing when you're a, a younger guy, especially. I think a lot of players are probably target guys like that. Um, and, you know, to take his game to the next level, then the physical side is, is definitely something that he needed to work on because he was slight. I mean, let's be honest, he was a small guy. But I think there was a lot of promise. And, and I would say that you could tell that he'd spent a wee while in uh, Scandinavia. I think there was some uh, clever plays and some skill that you maybe wouldn't always see with somebody who hadn't had the chance to develop in a, a decent junior setup like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, definitely. Um, you know, spent a couple of years in in Finland there. Uh, you know, a uh, pretty decent setup there. So, uh, and obviously he'll pick up things from the players there as well, and that obviously uh, helps his game. So. Um, yeah, again, good to have him back. But interesting to see how he does uh, this season. I would like to see him have a wee bit more ice time and sort of utilise the fourth line a wee bit more. Yeah, I, I would think that uh, Fitzgerald probably will look to do that. Um, obviously, it's always difficult. The main thing is that when games are tight, then coaches tend to um, you know, shorten the bench a bit and just play three or maybe even two at, at times lines mm-hmm. but uh, certainly I think at the start of the season and when he's trying to assess what he's got going on I think that fourth line will see a lot the fourth line might be a different fourth line to what we saw last time you know there's no guarantees that he'll play with Muzo and somebody else but I, I would expect that, that would those two would start together yeah. uh, with with someone so uh, whether that's Tansky or Haywood or whatever we'll see but I would expect those two to start together um, but hopefully he can kick on and get more ice and a couple more points and stuff but certainly promising good to see I guess two well Howlett especially two younger guys get another chance another season uh, to, to prove what they can do so yeah, that's good. Then, I mean, we don't have the the elite Brits to pick from, mm. uh, so that that's another. It's not. I, I don't mean it in terms of he's the best we can get, but uh, you kind of look to develop players into these slots when you can't afford to attract your uh, Robert Dowds and stuff. Uh, then yeah, yeah. You'd, you'd look to develop, and that's I think the right thing to do. The only problem with that, though, is that, um, you know, you're not having a continuity uh, from a coaching standpoint. Um, so, yes. you know, if you were a, a younger guy coming through, um, you know, if you're good enough, are you going to are you going to come here or are you going to go somewhere else who's a, a bit more stability and, uh, you know, you can sort grow into whatever coach's mould. Um but, you know, I think for in terms of Howlett, he's, you know, still young and he's still developing, obviously. And, uh, 
yeah, I, I don't know. It's just a bit of a, it's a it's kind of strange one. Yeah, well, it, the way it, the way it is now, it leaves us with, um, I think, by my calculations, if we include Haywood, or we assume Haywood, then that's maybe two two players still to sign. Would that be right? Two forwards still to sign, and one D man, as we discussed. Um, and we've said what you know we'd be looking for. Uh, some quality, maybe a bit of size as well up front. But, um, I think that will be it from the the Brit point of view. Um, so it'll be two two more imports and one one import D. But uh, yeah, we'll see. We'll see what happens. I mean, they're not. Let's we're not lying. That it's it's not the the most exciting pair of signings in the world. But uh, <laughs> you know what? You you not really much you can. What else you can say or do about it if you're if you're honest, but yeah, no. I mean, yeah, that's what it is. It is moving on uh, to league matters uh, in terms of the the other player signings and extensions. Since we were last on, um, not not many extensions to speak of, but a couple of fairly big ones. Kevin Rain back at Belfast. Um, I think he was pretty good. I mean, it's hard to to say much, pick many faults with a championship winning player coming back. I think that's that'll be his third year in Belfast. Um, so a, a pretty solid and reliable guy, I think. And if um, you're wanted back in there, then I think Adam Keefe obviously sees sees him as a a big part of that team, um, <clears throat> and none, none more so as well than Mark Richardson at Cardiff. He's the the ultimate steady Eddie. Let's just say, um, I don't know how many years now he's been there, but uh, he's almost a an automatic re-signing. I think for them, uh, really solid, one of the best Brit D men. I think. Probably top three, not the sort of flashiness of O'Connor and whatever, but really dependable and he plays in a lot of situations for Cardiff. Yeah, definitely. Um, he's been there since 2009, um, apart from a, a brief stint uh, in Kazakhstan, which is a bit of a strange one, but uh, yeah, just, you know, another solid guy. Uh, Martin just, you know, puts up numbers as well from uh, from defence and is, is pretty solid doesn't take uh, that many daft penalties uh, you would have to say as well so obviously that that all helps um, yeah and just you know another sort of top top brick guy um, back for Cardiff uh, kind of showing up showing up that D and uh, Kevin Rain as well you know good Good steady man as well. Um, yeah, nice Michael's. hair. Nice hair. Yeah, he does actually. Um, I don't know if it's nice. It's long and it's black. It might not be clean, but. Clean. <laughs> yeah, he should he should bring out his own shampoo, shouldn't he? <laughs> yeah, our range of cleaning cleaning products. <laughs> Pat- yeah. Patrick cleans. That'd be good, actually. 
There we, we go. Should, we should fire out that idea across to him. Aye, maybe message Jerry and get him to. Yeah, as long as he's doing well on the ice, because we wouldn't want to distract him uh, with some sort of new career when he's not even playing well, so. Yeah, um, nah, that, that's true, yeah. Buy your clean products from GML and Wilco and all that. <laughs> and all your other retailers. Um, yeah. In fact, all of these are defensemen, actually, the, the other ones we've not touched on. Corbin yeah. Baldwin at Guildford, I mean, he was he was really steady for them as well. A, a, a huge guy, actually, as far as I can remember. I think he must be yeah. at least 6'4". Six, 6'5", four. Six, yes. He right. um, was pretty steady. He was, he's not an enforcer, but he, he does that job of clearing the crease and... Um, plays a lot of minutes for Paul Dixon so I think another sort of stick on would, would want him back one of their key pieces um, and then Fife have re-signed Scott Arson who we know well um, he becomes only their, their second defenceman and uh, yeah I mean you, you pretty much know what you're going to get from Arson yeah. you know the 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 guy that, in fact, I don't even know who that is. Nah. Nah. Um, I'm struggling, actually. Who is that guy? Oh, he's, wait a minute, he's, he's, he's pictures in a clan jersey, wait a minute. Let me check. Oh. See, oh, I, yeah. I thought yeah, that, I he, thought he, that he, name rang a bell, but now that I'm looking. He played four seasons with us. Did he? Apparently. Um, I just remember him at Sheffield and Fife. In fact, I, I don't even he's, remember him at all. He's not in the he's not in the Hall of Fame, so um <laughs> So he didn't exist. Pretty much. Um but no apparently it was half decent for us and he was uh, he did <laughs> alright for Fife as well. Yeah, of course he was good. Yeah. Um, um I mean they they'll be they'll be happy to get him back, although the, there were mixed feelings from what I'd read. Um I think maybe that's a, a symptom of the general recruitment at the moment in Fife, given that they've not signed many players. But he certainly uh, is a, a good leader, I think, now. He's pretty experienced and um, he's going to give you assists. You can guarantee that. Um, yeah. OK, he's not he's not a physical player, but he's. Um, I think he, he knows what he's doing and he's really experienced in this league, so... I would say that it's a it's a good re-signing for them, especially given that they don't have any other. Well, they've only got one other defenseman signed, so anybody is good. But um, you know, it's good to see him back again. Uh, hopefully, he does well, except against us. Of course, uh, as ever. Um, yeah, it's just like a strange situation that's going on at Fife. I don't know what the sort of recruitment side of things is is kind of going on there. But um, yeah, but I don't understand Flyers fans as well. Just uh, I don't understand them anyway. But just in general, yeah. talking about Arsenal, uh, you know, just like a solid guy who plays a puck well and. Uh, 
will get will get a load of assists. So um, I don't know. It's a weird one. I don't know why you wouldn't want him want him back. Considering like you could maybe see the point if he was like the last of the defensemen assigned, but the fact that they're not even getting anybody. Yeah. I think there's a lot of comparisons going on to some of the uh, good defencemen they had in the past couple of years, like Moyer and um, Ian Young as well, who they really, you know, like the fans really took to. But as you say, uh, he's not he's not the marquee defensive signing. He's he's a guy who was just a piece of the puzzle, and yeah. I think he'll be good. Um, so comparing them to other guys is, is not fair I don't think until you've got maybe your full defensive code and then you can look at who you think should be there and who shouldn't but I don't know if they, they sit on signings and don't announce them um, but just maybe. in general the past couple of years they, they do leave it late and still seem to put a half decent team together so again we'll see but for things like season ticket sales and stuff it can't be Good, and their social media engagements absolutely shocking. So, I mean, it doesn't look good from that point of view. And the thing I was thinking, if you consider it from all this talk that, about the clan, where it was nobody knew where Brayhead was and uh, didn't know much about the club and stuff, at least they were sort of putting things out there and being quite vocal, and you sort of knew that a club existed. Whereas sometimes with Fife, I think you really, you don't know. Um, yeah, they just yeah. seem to be totally dormant. But uh, again, that's that's the way they do it. So they're kind of used to it. Although there, there seemed to be quite a bit of backlash recently about it and the whole social media thing. So we'll see what changes there. But at least Arsenal get a pix- pixelation-free signing announcement and a video like he deserves. Yeah, it looked, it looked kind of swish, but um, it's a unnecessary words. Yeah, that was, that was that was really weird. I'm conscious yeah, that we're talking about Fife here, but uh-huh, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, it was strange that it was almost as though it was overlaid after the fact, if you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. So they edited the video with dependable or whatever the kind of thing it was it said. Can score. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, <laughs> yeah, the words were absolutely shocking. Let's yeah. just let's just go all out. Um, but no, so good to see him back. Um, we'll see see where they go from there. Um, signings wise, there's seven or eight to to go over since uh, we talked about Mister Phillips, the goaltender at Coventry. Next up was uh, Jacob. I'm going to have a go at Lutvich. 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 Yeah, it must be Lutvich. Uh, He's English, so. <laughs> he is English. And he has moved to signed for Manchester from Ridley College. Uh, mm. He must be a, a GB international, I'm taking it. Uh, Under 18s. Yeah. Yeah, so he's moved from Ridley College in Canada, played GB, um, only 18. So, not much really to say, uh, but he better get used to, to playing physical. 
yeah, I, I, I don't know. I wonder how much we'll actually see of this guy. Um, certainly not. Certainly not in his first year. No. Anyway, um, no, I'm a bit might, might even send him out somewhere. Yeah. Uh, to the EPL or whatever, just to get get some game time and some experience because he's not really had yeah a, a great deal of games even yeah. in the last uh, two or three years. Yeah, I don't. I don't know, I've not read any of the press releases or whatever, but he doesn't look like, to me, he would be quite ready for Elite League, but he might be the best forward they've got, so he'll come prove me wrong. Wouldn't be uh, Yeah. Well, exactly, true. Um, Chris Stewart has moved to Philadelphia Flyers in a, a try. I think that's a tryout, in fact, I know it's a tryout contract. Um because I believe if it wasn't, that would... Okay, he's maybe uh, obviously played his career in the NHL, basically, but um, would that be... If it was a, a a regular contract, would that be the first ever player to sign directly to an NHL team from the Elite League, potentially? Yeah. Something to be checked. Uh, yeah. Obviously, he's played there before. It doesn't really count, but um, just didn't look like an NHL player. No, I didn't. Seen him last season. Yeah, just kind of looked a wee bit kind of overweight and just uh, I don't know. Yeah, so sort of lethargic. Yeah, I think I think at times he was, you know, just not couldn't be bothered. But I think maybe because the level he played at, he just felt he was almost too good for for Nottingham the guys he was playing with not as if he absolutely lit up the league um, I think some Nottingham fans quite liked him but um, you know we'll see see what happens there but I'm not sure that will go down too well in, in Philadelphia really uh, but we'll see you know it was a bit of a surprise when Nottingham got him, but not really when you consider he'd sort of chucked it almost, I think. Yeah. So, uh, that's an interesting point, but yeah, I don't, I can't remember off the top of my head anyone that's signed with an NHL team from, from this league. No. Uh, Matt Cowell will be the first. <sighs> nah, I absolutely won't, don't worry about that. <laughs> There's nobody just now. When he's 33. Yeah, maybe. Um, we have Eric Melland, who is next, and he's signed for Sheffield from Fervar, which is, I think, in Hungary, is it? Yep. Um, uh. This guy who's, you know, he's played at quite a high level two seasons well one and a half in Hungary then DL2 before that some East Coast games and, and stuff like that so he, he looks um, like a quite a dynamic player he's scored a fair few points in a lot of places he's gone so um, maybe, maybe a bit of an offensive uh, defenseman who can always also play centre so I think a utility player um, who you know might do quite well in Sheffield if he's if he can live up to that 
point production that you have seen in times, but then I don't know if that was from him playing centre more than D, but mm, yeah. it's hard to... Hard yeah, it's to t- kind of tough to judge that. Um, but he came through, you know, it's a really good uh, university, uh, playing NCAA and, you know, did, did pretty well there. Uh, you know, and Chris kind of since he's kind of with like so out out with that season in the East Coast League, he's uh, been playing mainly in Europe, um, kind of dotted around the place. So um, it'll be interesting to see what he brings. Obviously, he's he's versatile and can play a couple of different positions. So um, you know, Sheffield could use that to their advantage as well. Yeah, another guy with fairly decent hair. Just looking at the, yeah, the, does, the yeah. press release there, uh, coach says he's played predominantly as a defenseman for the last few years, but played forward when he was younger and in the middle of last year. So, um, uh, I, a guy who, um, you know, can play at a couple of different positions, and we know how useful that can sometimes be with somebody like Tansky, so um, potentially a good wee signing there for Sheffield. Um, Dundee have signed Craig Gans from Dunkirk. Uh, what are your thoughts with that one? Um, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Not really much. I don't really have any words. Um, you know, coming from Dunkirk's uh, second tier in the French. Hockey's, uh, you know, didn't really excel there. Obviously, been a D man, but doesn't really put up a great number of points. Uh, you know, but again, so a six four, maybe just a, a guy that's uh, looking to bring in to kind of shore up, uh, just uh, clear the puck and you know, kind of stuff like that. And played for a couple of couple of seasons in Sweden. Um, it's a fourth tier of Swedish hockey, so I don't really know yeah. how good this guy's going to be. Or, um, no, I know it's 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 a bit uh, a bit out there. I think their release press release video was basically him hitting guys, which is not too much of a surprise when somebody is six four, but. Mm. Not tons of penalty minutes, so not an enforcer, but yeah, maybe just a a stay-at-home guy and, and he might be um, another wee bit of talent that, that's been un- uncovered but certainly not played at a very high level uh, before so remains to be seen but yeah he's if I was to to categorise him now I'd say a, a stay-at-home D-man yeah because it's it's a wee bit out there even for Dundee yeah it's 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 even Dundee-like for Dundee. Yeah. It's, it's a Dundee squared signing. Yeah. Who knows? Yeah, we'll, we'll see. But we'll if, see. If Clan signed him, I think I would not be buzzing, so... I'd be really disappointed. Uh, yeah, I think that. That that should not really be the, the measuring stick, but it's a kind of interesting question sometimes to ask. The next Jeff Smith... <laughs> yeah, still faster than Jeff Smith though. 
<laughs> That's a guarantee. Never seen him, but he's faster than Jeff Smith. <laughs> um, Cameron Critchlow is a forward who is signed for Manchester from Jacksonville Men in the East Coast League, um, where he spent two years, and then previously at University of New Brunswick, played in um, Adelaide for a, a spell there during that summer a couple of seasons ago. Um, scored a lot of points there. Um, fairly steady couple of years in the East Coast. Um, five foot nine, so small. I would suspect he's pretty speedy, maybe a skillful player. Uh, not really much else to know other than that, but um, you know he'll be he'll be decent, I, I guess. Yeah. Um... Again, this is a, a wee bit of a strange one as well. So he's had five seasons in his career where he's been a captain. Um, you know, maybe that's that's what Finn he's looking at, somebody with a bit of leadership um, to come in. But then you saw look at his time in Adelaide as well, where he spent, uh, played 26 games uh, in the AIHL and then was loaned to what I'm guessing would be the sort of feeder team yeah the world famous IHSA Premier League indeed with uh, Adelaide Falcons uh, and scored 49 points (laughs) (laughs) yeah so that that was just that was just about two years ago so so um, he put up some numbers there he did put up numbers um that kind of scares you to think what your sort of Scott Pitts and Matt Beckers and Matthew Waz would, would mm. do in that league. Yeah. Um, but yeah. So I don't know, a bit of an unknown quantity again. Uh, East Coast League did all right. Uh, nothing great there. I don't really know what's going on with Manchester now, but... Uh, yeah, so I don't know. It's kind of strange the recruitment uh, for them. I would, I would say. Yeah, I mean they lost. They lost a lot of their top guys, so it's mm-hmm. it's not exactly going to be easy. There's a fair bit of rebuilding to do. So, <clears throat> sorry. Um, I mean, it, there's a lot of unknown quantities coming in there. So, yeah, it's, it's not like you've got your Hammonds and Moffats and whatever coming back. So. Uh, they might, and he'll Finnerty will hope that they found a couple of gems there, uh, but it remains to be seen. So, uh, CC, hopefully, will be uh, a hit in Manchester, but who knows? Uh, Dominic Florian has uh, done nothing of interest and is not even <laughs> worth mentioning because he's gone to Telford and they're not even in the league. And that just shows that all I was doing was looking up the elite prospects list of transfers. Uh, And somehow he appeared in there. Um, Well, not somehow. He played at Coventry last year. Um, One assist, if I remember. One assist, yeah. 47 games or something. Slightly strange. uh, Huge guy again. 24 years old, 6 feet 4. I just don't, don't remember him at all. I really don't remember him. Um, and I've, wa- I've watched yeah. probably older highlights videos and everything but 
mm. not before doing this, but throughout the season, I, I don't really remember much. So, um, I wonder if his uh, if his middle initial is N, and then you would have DNF, which would stand for did not feature. Well, like, it apparently featured forty one times, but again, it could be forty one Matt Cowlett times. Hmm. Um, or or less. For, 41 Gary Russell times. Yeah. Yeah, so again, a bit skewed, but I maybe remember the name, but not even really worth talking about. But he's dropped down to Telford. So, um, yeah, I, I'd expect him to probably do a wee bit better there. All the best. Yeah. Good luck, Don. Uh, Brian Ward. Two last two signings are, are both for Belfast. Uh, and two two good ones I think well certainly Brian Ward uh, has is obviously a a top player has played a a fair bit East Coast in in a handful of games in the uh, American Hockey League he's he's come from uh, Adirondack Thunder where he was played this most of the season there after starting in Binghamton. Um, he is a, a six foot one centre from USA. You actually don't get that many Americans in terms of your North American breakdown. Yeah. I wonder what it is, but uh, 41 points in 48 games in the East Coast last season. And then before that, uh, East Coast get 53 and 59 and 40 and 49. Uh, I think a bit of a goal scorer this guy but um, pretty consistent point getter and having a look at his penalty minutes maybe a, a bit of a a bit of a Brendan Connolly slightly bigger an agitator type guy yeah it could be um, could be a similar similar kind of player to Connolly obviously a wee bit, a wee bit more height and, and weight to that yeah uh, and you know he's twenty seven as well, so he's uh, still got a good few years left in him. Uh, so that's you know that's another good sign for Belfast. Uh, you know they they lose a, a lot of top guys, but uh, obviously me to bring in um, guys of, of equal quality. Yeah, they do. They do definitely do that. And as you said, they've lost a a few good players, so they do need to to really um, to fill those holes. I think I think he'll certainly be a, a pretty good player. So, um, not a, maybe not your top line forward, but he'll he'll definitely definitely get points here. Uh, and then finally, Jesse Forsberg, who is I think a really highly rated defenseman, comes from Saskatchewan University, where I'm sure I remember reading he was. You know, in the the all star teams and whatever, um, a lot of, a lot of guys saying that he's a a top player. So I think he's going to be a real hit there. Um, gets a few points as well, but a two way, a two way player, and uh, yeah, I think this I think he's really going to be good at Belfast. I've just got a, a good feeling that I would I'd be happy if. We signed somebody who had that many people kind of saying 
good things. You know, if you're in the all-star teams at that level, I think you've got to be have something about you. Yeah, definitely. Uh, you see it kind of sometimes as well with guys come out of uni and uh, you know play in the East Coast League or uh, or equivalent leagues uh, for a year or two, and then you know kind of perhaps go and get drafted after that. So um, who knows? You know, this guy could sort of follow the same the same mould as that, uh, and you know you know that he's a good player when, when there's a blurb. Yeah, as you said, yeah, it's the blurb test. That's it. Um, so yeah, I think you know a really another really good signing for Belfast. Yeah, and actually, I'm just reading there that Kendall McFall has mentioned that Belfast fans are really going to like him, um, and obviously he did pretty well last year. Um, so yep. a, a bit of a connection there. Um, and yeah, I think I think definitely he's going to be good. It's good to see. I know we've always said that, but um, quite young talent coming from university and stuff uh, to to sign. Um, he was the second best record among the defensemen in the league, uh, apparently. So uh, look forward to seeing him. He could yeah, be the next. He could be the next. Uh, Lee Baldwin, you never know. Um, okay, so the, the last uh, really thing I thought we were, we were going to cover was just the the fixtures. There's been a fair bit of hype across the league with uh, the fixtures coming out tomorrow, or it could be today when you listen to this, or indeed it could be last week, depending on how the edit process goes. Um, but... Uh, yeah, so from a, a clan point of view, it was announced that I think our season opener, uh, well, our real season opener after the Pete Russell return uh, is going to be Dundee Stars in the Challenge Cup on the 31st of August. Um, so, not that there's really too much we can discuss about it, but... Um, that, that's approximately a month now to go till real competitive action it's, it's getting close it is yeah uh, it's been a long time uh, you know since we since we saw a game so uh, you know get this our last few few pieces of the puzzle together and then uh, you know kind of strengthen it and uh, I'm assuming we'll, we'll both be at that game uh, I would have thought so, yeah. Um, it's just a shame that it wasn't five because we might have been playing against half a team. Um, yeah. But no, there's not really any worries like we had a couple of years ago that we maybe wouldn't have a a full team in time for it. Um, I think that's been put to bed. But uh, yeah, hopefully get off to a winning start in that Challenge Cup um, and then some fairly interesting pre-season games it's fair to say uh, the other thing they released were the, the Christmas fixtures so it's uh, a home or away and a, away and then home to Belfast 27th and 28th of December um, I know obviously there's this whole debate about uh, 
who gets easier fixtures and what's a better run of fixtures but at the end of the day you have to play everyone so it doesn't really matter it's just I guess trying to get people talking about the fixtures release but um, you want I would like to think that uh, whoever we play we can we can be more consistent as we've said before rather than brilliant in the middle period against no matter who it is and poor at the start and end yeah definitely um I think it's, it's worked out quite well. Uh, I think for us, you know, it gives gives the players and, and the team the kind of chance to enjoy their Christmas with an extra day. Uh, after yeah. it as well, um, and then obviously you've got the, the trip to Belfast. Is you know, it's never an easy journey, and uh, kind of back back home the, the night after as well. Um, but obviously, that's you know, that's just the way it's, it's always been really. Um, but yeah, I, I would agree though. I think we need to find a bit more consistency, um, especially against the top teams. And uh, you know, even if we can get, so if 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 you kind of go over to Belfast and you maybe take something from it, um, you know, then that that's going to be a that's going to be a good a good result for us. Um, I think we need to be better against Gillen Buford as well this season. I think that goes without saying that. Yeah, well, I was actually, I was going to say, my kind of closing question was going to be what fixtures are you, are you, not dates, but teams, what teams are you looking forward to, to seeing? I think Guildford, certainly, because, yeah, we need to be a lot better against them, but um, we both kind of quite enjoy watching them, I think, but, um, I mean, I guess people look out for five fixtures, um, I think maybe are we we go in there for their home opener potentially. I'm not sure if I've ever seen that. Um but yeah, five games. Uh but yeah, I, I really wanna see how we match up against Guildford and Cardiff, Belfast, Sheffield, the the top teams really. Yeah. Cause I think uh we've got to got to be competing more. I mean obviously last year Sheffield everybody really did well against them, but we're going to be a different team this time. Um, but I think for me, the, the, the exciting games are against the the top teams, uh, and those are the ones I'll be, be most looking forward to. Yeah, I agree. Um, I think uh, Sheffield have been interesting this year. Um, you know, if we can sort of maintain uh, our performances with that group, um, in the sort of top half then I think that's what we should kind of be looking for again um, you know a kind of top half uh, finish possibly sort of equaling where we finished last year yeah I guess what would what would your your aim be I think it would be it would be hard to to finish fourth again um, just because I think Sheffield will be a lot better Um Guildford, they'll be a, a tough, tough team again. So I, I think we'll be sort of, I mean, realistically, I think we'll be, with the change in coach and stuff, you never know, we might be absolutely flying, but I think realistically we'll be fine out in that middle pack. But if, if we get any higher than fifth, I would be just really happy, to be honest. I can't see it, though. You can't see it? No. 
I don't think we've. I don't think this year we'll finish ahead of Cardiff, Belfast, Nottingham, or Sheffield. Right. Okay. Um, it would rely. It relies too heavily on them not doing well. Yeah, and, uh, no, I, just, I mean, I, I guess you're right. I, I don't, I, I think the team, I'm pretty happy with how the team's looking. I'm still probably waiting for uh, the last couple of names to be um, to be really putting the icing on the cake. Yeah, but um, I think just seeing the, the improvement in some of that, although like Nottingham maybe look okay, they're potentially not as... Uh, impressive as they've looked last couple of years but then that's probably a good thing for them um, I think they've been too reliant on their sort of big name CVs they're looking to change that um, and I just yeah I think they'll be better than they were last year so I, I just can't see us cracking cracking the top four unfortunately but uh, it would certainly be really exciting if we get anywhere in a challenge to do that. Yep. Um, we'll probably discuss that more in the nearer the time, nearer the start of the season. But, um, yeah, no, I don't know. It'll be... We just need to wait and see what the what the fixtures are going to be like tomorrow. But, uh, obviously, just with those ones that have been announced, it's just a kind of... an idea to give... Uh, to give people, you know, and so have a give a bit of hype about it. I guess. Um, have you signed up for the the app, the EIHL app? I've not, but I see that they're pushing it. Maybe I should do. Uh, get get the fixtures and then delete it. Right, I'm not going to bother. It will be spam. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Emails go on. Yeah. Unsubscribe. Unsubscribe. <laughs> um. All right. So, uh, that was a I guess a bit of an update. Um, hopefully we're back next time with one or two more clan signings as it's coming to the start of the pre-season um, one of the fixtures and stuff so we've got that to look forward to um, but for now this has been episode 53 with no clan players associated I need to add uh, I don't know if you checked that but I can I can tell you tell you there were no 53s yep Uh but there may be some next episode and we'll, we'll save that for the listeners to, to look up. Uh, but um, as ever, cheers for turning up and we will catch you next time. Cheers, folks.